0: Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin AC, Padres beat writer for the Union Tribune. Jay Posner, sports editor of the Union Tribune. Jay, I'm in Cincinnati. It's uh, hot and humid. Padres getting ready for three against the Reds. Today is game 81. Where do you want to start?
1: Halfway. That's right. Um, well, we could start with, let's let's go back to halfway in a second. I realized, and I, I tweeted this when I said that the, this was coming up. I was thinking, you know, the Padres have been so good at home lately i think winning what is it like 25 of their last 32 or something along those lines nine in one home stand and i thought i don't think they've been that good on and i think they're they've played more home games i think than maybe almost any other team which obviously will get caught up on this this trip but i, I was thinking they haven't been very good on the road so i looked it up they've been awful <laughs> they've lost nine of their last ten on the road Going into this trip now, so you have three in Cincinnati against a Reds team that is thirty nine and thirty eight, and then three more in Philadelphia against a team that's thirty six and forty. So, a couple teams kind of treading water. They played each other yesterday in a in a makeup game. The Reds won big. They have lots of momentum coming into this game tonight, and the, the Jeez, Padres the Padres have lots of momentum. So, <laughs> I mean, boy, there's just momentum. It's as thick as the humidity there. They're to each other, Jay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, obviously the Padres need to play better on the road, and I haven't crunched numbers, but I'm guessing the numbers for pitching and hitting is probably much worse on the road than it is at home. Did I get that right? Well, here's the funny part
0: <laughs> is it was the early part of May, and – you know, it was one of those things where the, the manager gets questions every day, right? Some players get questions, but the manager is the guy who's out there every day. And it was about why are the Padres so much better on the road? They were <laughs> slugging, you know, they were hitting homers. They were slugging right. twice as good. Uh, and and Jay, I don't think Jace Tingler does this because he's, you know, he doesn't really put that much thought into uh, these, these answers anyway. But sometimes after he gets these questions and it seems like they, you know, he's starting to get tired of them. I picture him grumbling, you know, as he? Box off these because um, his answer to the, to that was, look, it's, it's, this is an anomaly. It's a, uh, this is, it, this is cyclical. It's going to turn it around. And, and I picture him grumbling and many wishes it didn't turn around this much um, right, right. <laughs> because wow. Yeah. They're, they hit better at home. Phil Nevin probably can't, can hardly believe it that Petco park is such a hitter's park, <laughs> uh, but look, I still think it's cyclical. You, you, as great as the crowds were, and, and as much as the Padres loved being home for 11 days, they hit better. Mm-hmm. They hit better when they were, yeah. they, these last 11 days. They were, they started off, uh, they had the one trip, uh, well, sort of all started in San Francisco that last day. And then, gosh, they hit pretty good on the road there for about 10 games.
1: Look, they haven't faced very good pitchers lately. Well, and one thing about, what they did at home was they hit the ball out of the ballpark at Petco. And now they're playing in maybe the two best home run parks outside of Coors Field. This place is unreal. I'm having a hard time trying to think of any uh, other ones off the top of my head, but certainly Cincinnati. And uh, I think Philadelphia, which Mm -hmm. opened, you know, the park that opened the same year as Petco. And I always remember it was sort of the opposite in the sense of how it's played, although Petco is much more neutral uh, now than it used to be, but uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna put the you know put your bats out there and and hit better and hit the ball out of the park, it seems like these are two places where you can really do that. The Reds pitching is not great, although I know Thursday starter uh, Luis Castillo has been good in the past. Was awful at the beginning of this year, and it was kind of like, wow, whatever happened to that guy? And now recently he's been much better. Um
0: the Padres just beat him. That's all. They was, it, it was it, I think yeah. he gave up two earned runs. They they had right, home runs. Right. That that was it. This guy is three and ten. Like he yeah, gets the I, decision every time he goes out there. I know. Because lately know. he's been going, <clears throat> He'll five and two thirds, six, seven. Um, I think he's coming off a good start. Uh Tony Santillon, who is uh starting tonight, the Padres yeah. roughed him up, but he just threw uh, what he allowed a run in six innings against the Braves. Mm-hmm. Um and then is it um it is Vladimir, Gutierrez. Vladimir Gutierrez, yeah. They kind of ran him out, but he, you know, I think that guy's a pretty good pitcher. Plus that spider tattoo right there. That's uh, very unnerving. <laughs> Honestly, I saw him pitch the other day against the Braves. Like, wow. Eh. Uh, so,
1: you've know, you got
0: Blake Snell going tonight. <clears throat> I think the first thing that anyone would think of is... Okay, <laughs> Blake Snell on the road. We were we're all preoccupied with uh, how well he's pitching at home and how poorly he's pitching on the road. Well, right. he's got to come and pitch in this place. I mean, it truly is like you don't call Coors Field a bandbox; it's gigantic. Yeah, um, it's just it, mile high. This is the bandbox of the National League, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we'll see, won't we? Uh, Blake Snell's never pitched here. Um, he's a fascinating human being, and uh, <laughs> the, the saga of Blake Snell continues tonight. <clears throat>
1: And then Musgrove is tomorrow. And they, they actually put your have an money option. On, I'd put your money on Ryan Weathers for Thursday.
0: Uh, okay. Because so we'll I was
1: going to say, they. I believe they have the uh, option of coming back. With Paddock. On Thursday with Paddock. And, and then Darvish could pitch Friday on regular rest, and you wouldn't need Weathers until Saturday. But I, they might also just decide, you know what, It's why not keep Paddock and Darvish, give them the extra day, Um and and then whether I think Weathers could pitch any time he's he's on the rest where he could pitch. And he's supposed at any to pitch time.
0: tonight for El Paso. Right. So, right. Uh, it makes sense that they'd bring him up uh, Thursday. Uh, but you're right. They it actually could be any time. But uh, why have uh, Chris Paddock go on four days when you don't have to have yeah, him go exactly. on four days? Uh, I think he has to go on four days the next time and then right before the break. So uh, yeah. I just think that it it makes a lot of sense. And it certainly seems, this is completely at at this point, uh, educated speculation. Uh, The way people are talking, Ryan Weathers is coming up, but I I don't have that for sure. But it sure seems like that. And some other pitching moves. And this starts um, the things, uh, you know, I can't remember if we've actually said this uh, in front of anybody but ourselves Jay but talking about the pitchers <laughs> that are coming back and and almost like uh, if you look forward to after the All-Star break they expect Matt Strom back it's like making a trade without giving right. something up but um I would think uh tonight uh Pierce Johnson and Drew Pomerantz could be back and so so that's big
1: for the bullpen. Yeah, no, I mean if those guys could uh and especially Pomerantz if he could if he could stay healthy and and be the pitcher that he was last year, for the most part, and and obviously the year before as a reliever, which you know got the Padres to give him the big contract uh, before last year. That's a that's a huge benefit. Um, would be a great story for Weathers. I know his dad pitched in a lot of places, but I, I kind of associate him with the uh, with the Reds and yeah. and Cincinnati, not all that far from uh, from where Ryan grew up, and I'm sure it would be a big deal. For him and the family, if, uh, if if he were able to pitch on on Thursday in Cincinnati, so uh, that that'd be something to uh, to look forward to as well, and uh, it'd be good to see him back. I mean, Ryan Weathers is not a AAA pitcher. I mean, he's a he's a major league pitcher. We've seen uh, we've seen that. He's proven that. So anyway, like you said, tonight is Game eighty one. The Padres are forty seven and thirty three right now. So they're on pace for somewhere between 94 and 96 wins. So Jake, you know, you're a big gambler. What happens. You're a
0: big gambler. So I know you probably oh, yeah. took the yeah. over, right? So um, at 47 and a half, I believe, was the consensus over under for the, I mean, I'm mean, i sorry, 94 and a half was the okay. consensus over under for the season for the Padres. So for all the angst, um, for all the jubilation at times, uh, right. Right. here we are. They're, they're just about what you expected.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and considering the, the teams that they've that they've played and, you know, the, we've talked about the schedule coming up, that it softens at least on paper over the next couple months before, you know, playing the Dodgers and Giants like every other series uh, in, uh, in September. But, yeah, I mean, the, look, the Padres haven't played themselves out of anything at this point. Um, you know, they're five games behind – five games in the loss column – uh, behind the Giants, um, you know, right now, but but they're they're in the wild card um, they're in the wild card position quite comfortably actually, right uh, right now. So uh, you know they didn't lose anything in the first half. I mean, yeah, you could look back and say, oh, there are a couple games that that they probably should have won that they didn't. But you could look back and say there are a couple games they you know the other the other way around too. They probably should have lost, and one of them might have been against the Reds where they blew the. You know, Anson blew the game, and 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 then Hosmer and Caratini hit home runs. You mean um, Eric
0: Hosmer saved the season? Yeah, absolutely. I
1: yeah, agree. yeah, yeah. He's he's been great.
0: This Hot Lava Padres podcast segment is brought to you by Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, located in Escondido and serving the San Diego community for over sixty years. Are you waiting for a great reason to buy a new car? How about because um baseball. So what is a great opening day special? How about 0% APR for 48 months on new 2021 Ram 1500s, Dodge Chargers, Jeep Compass, and Jeep Grand Cherokees? That's a great reason and a great deal. But do you also need a great place? That's easy. Come to Jack Powell, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, in Escondido, San Diego, where we make shopping easy. Find these deals during the Ram Spotlight Sales Event.
1: I I think big picture, they're about... Where they figured to be if, like you said, if the over-under was 94-95 and they're on pace for 94-95, that's, that's pretty much where things are. We could talk about, you know, the pitching's probably been a little better than expected. The hitting's been a little worse. Uh, you know, Tatis missed, what's it been, 18 to 20 games. Chato missed a week. You know, um, Myers and Hosmer were out for a while. I mean, I think, you know, if you want to start with with disappointments, those would be the two guys that you would that you'd start with especially based on the idea that they're both making 20 million dollars um you know Hosmer's had some no question he's had some big moments some big hits especially early big one against the reds but you'd like to see more production out of your first baseman than that Myers has gone back to a little bit of the sort of pre-pandemic um Will Myers for the most part and you know both of them haven't they haven't been awful all the time but especially if you want to say, well, for $20 million each, you'd expect a little more production out of both those guys. Absolutely.
0: First, Jay, on the schedule, the Dodgers and Giants play tonight, starting a series, and, I mean, there is the potential here for the Padres to make up some ground. That's one thing that was a little disappointing, right, when the Dodgers were going through their 5-15 and 15 stretch. The Padres were kind of middling at that point, too. They could have, you know, gained a lead. The, uh, the Padres, uh, the Dodgers and Giants – there's a potential that one of these guys takes a little hit here over uh, uh, the next few weeks and that the Padres could actually, you know, at least jump into second, maybe gain some ground. I mean, I, look, I'm still waiting for the Giants to come back to earth. I'm not saying they're a bad team. One of these three, these are probably the three playoff teams. like two of these guys are the wild. Yeah. But I don't think well, the Giants are like 30 games over 500 uh, right. good.
1: So. And, and it was interesting. I, I saw some. They played the Dodgers last night. It's just a two-game oh. series. Last night and 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 tonight. And last night, the Dodgers came out and hit home runs on the first two batters of the game. Will Smith hit another home run later, and that was basically their entire offense. They had one at bat the entire game with a runner in scoring position. The Giants were thirteen had thirteen at bats with runners in scoring position and didn't get a single hit. They were zero for thirteen. And they ended up losing uh, three to two. So that's one of those things. Are you are you rooting for the Dodgers or the <laughs> Giants when they? <clears throat> if you're a Padre fan, when they play each other, um, at this point, I told someone yesterday, if you're a Padre fan, I still think you're rooting for the Giants in these games because I think in the long term, the Dodgers are still the better team, and you would rather you would rather see the Giants get wins because you figure they're going to uh, that they're going to come back to the pack a little bit more. Uh, that's that's how I would look at it, at uh, you know, at yeah. this point. But that really um, threw me know, off
0: yesterday. Jade Monday off day, if I'm not mistaken, first Monday off day for the Padres. They haven't had a lot of off days. Oh, huh. their off days. Remember, Thursday yeah. is when they've been off, and uh, they played the 17 in a
1: row, the 13 in a row. Tell me, they now, had one one Monday off okay. day. The last Monday of. The last Monday of April, coming off the uh, the Sunday night game against the Dodgers.
0: Got it. And
1: and then they went to uh, went to Phoenix. But yeah, you're right. They have played every Monday during the season except for um, and that's how my that my world yesterday. in the season
0: is is if there's not a game, like the day didn't happen. Basically, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Today's Monday to me. Um, so Saturday could be Monday to me. Um, right. So yes, Myers Hosmer. Jay, are we going to talk about this for the rest of his career? Of course, he'll be making 13 million pretty soon. But yeah. is Eric Hosmer what, what Eric Hosmer is, which is, which I guess means that you and Bryce Miller were right. But uh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, is Eric Hosmer a guy who's going to come through with some clutch hits for you? A guy who's going to, sh- you know, uh, be a good clubhouse guy uh, who's going to, you know, just be on be on your team and 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 hit 250 with uh, three three you know, 25 on base percentage, which is not what he's doing. Look, right. at the end of May, Eric Hosmer was having a good season. Um, Absolutely, he's uh, He's been streaky his whole career. So has Will Myers. Uh, that's part of the problem with these guys. Their numbers maybe don't justify their contracts, but what happens is for large points of the season, it's like, I don't know, Will Myers and Eric Hosmer are coming up. That's the problem <laughs> to me. Right. Like there's right. times they're coming up and you're like, all right, cool. I mean, it was a month ago we were saying Eric Hosmer – you like, hey, make their two outs and put someone on second because Eric Hosmer is going to get a hit. OK. Right, right. Um, and, and, you know, for uh, a portion of the season, Will Myers was 2020 Will Myers. Um, uh, So the, uh, the, the, one, yes. the one
1: thing. I'll, the problem one is they're thing... back to
0: back in the order now. And, and yeah. that has been a sinkhole.
1: Yeah. And the one thing about Hosmer that, you know, when they brought him in, it definitely added credibility to the organization. You know, does does the whole Manny thing happen without that? I don't have any idea. Just, you know, they did offer Manny a lot of money. I don't think Manny came here just because Eric Hosmer, you know, brought credibility. The three hundred million might have had something to do with that. But uh, you know, again, it's all part of the part of the process. Yes. Was he is he is he worth that salary every single season for his production? No, he's not. But can he be a benefit to the team at times? During the team, I believe I believe he can. Um, you know, last year, it, kind of an odd season because you, you term it as the 2020 season and both those guys had good numbers, but it was two months. And like you said, for the first two months of this season, Hosmer was off to a good start. By the end, you know, if last season had been six months, he might have gone back to sort of being what, you know, what Hosmer is. But in terms of positives, you know, Tommy Pham looked like he was going to be in that category as well, a guy that wasn't going to live up to expectations, but he's been he's been tremendous over the last uh, several weeks, couple months. I'm not sure what the exact um, May 21st tipping point. Okay, May 21st. So you know, six weeks or so, um, he's been outstanding and and been one of the better players, not just on the Padres but in the league in terms of his uh, his production. He you know jump started things again the other day with a home run. Trent Grisham struggled, it was having a very good season until he got hurt, uh, struggled a little bit coming back, but certainly showed signs, has shown signs of coming out of it, especially on Sunday, um, you know, with three doubles. So the two thirds of the outfield there, I think you're set there. I mean, Machado, Tatis, Cronenworth, it's hard to complain too much about that. I mean, we talked a little bit about Manny needed to produce more and he started to do that, um, You know, on this last homestand and his defense has been incredible, you know, for the whole season Uh, and catcher has been a problem as long as we're just talking position players catcher has been a problem, not because Victor Caratini hasn't really been Victor Caratini because that's kind of what he's been. And he had some big hits early, had some big hits in the last homestand, but you didn't expect Victor Caratina to be playing this much. Right. And um the issue there is Austin Nola, you know, has been hurt almost the entire season. So that's another guy. If you can get him back and he can be healthy, it's a little bit like Matt Strom, where you're bringing in a guy for the second half of the season without having to give something up in return.
0: It's 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 huge, and it's it's hard to fault the Padres mm-hmm. in terms of you had Austin Nola and Victor Caratini. That's a pretty good, at least, you know, what you think if Victor Caratini is going to be this guy. And I think yeah. he was even better than they expected in terms of defensive and defensively and working with the pitchers. Um, and then you're, you, you're, you're stuck with, and look, Webster Rivas has not been, that's a pretty good, uh, never intended to bring a guy up, you know, but you know, this is a champ. This is a team with championship aspirations. And so that, that has been a hole as well. That's the mm-hmm. thing um, that really stands out to me. And, um, and anybody who watched uh, or played for, and there aren't many that were here, um, but, but that uh, anybody that watched the Padres for the last few years, uh, before last year, the whole lineup just had holes. It was like, the team had to play really well to win. And then mm-hmm. you knew that the next night they had to play really well to win. And it was like, you know, um, I, I mean, the I countless times after a game, I'd be like, yeah, it's a really good game. They cannot do that again seven times in a row. <laughs> um, and so now it really stands out when they have holes in their lineup like that. Like I talked about where right now the 5-6 hole after you get through those top four. I mean, how many times in this homestand did the top four guys get on base and then right, right. boom, 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 out, out, out. <laughs> so that has, that's not what this lineup was designed to be. That's not what you would expect it to be. When they're going well, that's not generally how it's, it's going to be. And so to have Webster Rivas in there uh, is a hole uh, that that's that you don't want. When Hassan Kim has to play, that's a hole that you don't want. They have only had Austin Nola, Trent Grisham in the same lineup twice this year. Well, yeah. So Actually, yeah. I take that back. There were a couple other times, but Fernando Tatis was out. So okay. they, they yeah. twice this year they've had their expected eight. You take even Nola out, and they've only had their expected uh, seven guys three times, three more mm-hmm. times. That's, like, incredible to me that uh, basically a half dozen times this year would be a lineup that you expected to see.
1: Right. Right. What we can expect to happen, the trade deadline is a month away. You wrote a little bit about this in the midseason report that ran online. It's online now and was in the paper today. Bryce Miller wrote this also that especially with the Nelson Lamette and his situation, it feels like the Padres need to get a starting pitcher. Maybe they need a reliever, although if you're if you're gonna get Pierce Johnson and Drew Pomerance and Matt Strom all back, you know, maybe you're okay there. I'm not sure how you feel uh, about that. Some of these, I mean, Mason Thompson has looked good. I mean, I, I think there was a reason they brought him up to see what they see what they had, and he's uh, he's looked good. So, w- what about going forward? Do we expect a starter? Do we expect a reliever? Do we expect a position player? I mean, do they need to bring in another outfielder, or do they count on Yorkson Profar sort of getting out of whatever he's been in most of the year? Um, where where do you think things stand in terms of uh, over what we can look for over the next month uh, from the front office? For a couple weeks, it was
0: more position player that you that you were hearing and not hearing anything like concrete. Uh, maybe some names out there, but not anything like concrete. But like a bat is what they were looking for. And I, I guess my question then and my question uh, now would be, well, then you're sending a bat away because mm-hmm. I mean you are paying jerks and Profar. Uh, a fair amount of money for to be a super sub, uh, right. and you have three other starters out there. So, and and what are you giving up uh, so that you're not having a, another situation where you just brought in a bat and it didn't really help you and all that? So that was my question. Then it's my question now. To get a starting pitcher, which has always been, I guess, the it was the first thing that I heard, and 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 it certainly seems like a move that a contending team in the Padres situation make. As a matter of fact, like it would almost be disappointing if they don't add a innings eating starter, a guy who goes five six, you know, innings and keeps you and it gives you a chance to win the games. Because when you do score. you know, this this team wins. So uh right, because their pitching right. has been good. So give them a chance to win and, and that's what you want. You're not going out to get Max Scherzer, okay? You're not gonna package Ryan <laughs> Weathers and uh you know uh, Mackenzie Gore and uh you know Jake Cronenworth and, and get Max Scherzer. That's ridiculous. Right, right. Uh you, you did all this work in the off season. But the fact is you did all this work in the offseason. If you're this close and you need a starter, you go out and get a starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's what uh, is, is probably gonna happen.
1: So that's still the your priority as well would be a starter. So I I think that is interesting. And then I you know the bench there's not a lot on the bench. I mean I um, I don't but Kim's not going anywhere. Profarik Pro Far, it's Profar's probably not going anywhere. Mateo hasn't shown much at all. I don't know if Brian O'Grady is a better option for that spot or if they think they can even upgrade off of off of that going forward. But uh, the it's, bench it's is not good. Right. Right. If,
0: if Profar was, was what he's supposed to be, you'd be like, okay, okay. Right now the bench is a liability, but I don't know what you do about it with Kim and Profar. I, I, I'm sure AJ Freller knows what to do about it, but I don't.
1: Right. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's true. And, and look, as we, th- they paid Kim a lot of money and I, I still think he's valuable for his oh defense. And, Christ. and I think. You know, he looks like he has the, the ability. I mean, I'm not sh- sure he's ever going to be a guy that's going to have an 850 OPS or anything like that. But, you know, it, at times he's shown flashes of being able to hit. Obviously, a huge uh, home run against the Reds. But I think I think he's valuable. You know, Profar, it's hurt, it's hurt that Profar hasn't been good. And also it's hurt that, you know, that Caratini was supposed to be the bench, you know, as well. And a backup catcher can't help you all that much in the sense of pinch hitting. But can certainly help on the on days off and uh, and things like that.
0: Well, because then so. Austin Nola is is coming off the bench on on certain days. So you're absolutely right. 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 And you're you know great point about Kim. I, I point out that these guys are liabilities. It's because they're both not performing offensively. Hassan mm-hmm. Kim is a defensive replacement who can get get on base. He can draw you a walk. He can get a single. Um, you know, obviously he can get a couple home runs too. But uh, that's not what you're really looking for him for. But Jerickson Profar is really the issue. he's one of my favorite players to watch. He's uh, right. one of his teammates' favorite players. He had a heck of a year. He's incredibly valuable, giving you decent play at five positions or at least four of them. Uh, I'm not sure that center field is is the best, but uh, right. you know, that's an incredibly valuable player. But I forget what he's hitting, but it's like uh, you know, 0 13 over the last uh <laughs> month.
1: So, Yeah, no, it hasn't hasn't been good. But he's he has shown in the past obviously the ability um to hit so I, i'm not sure that it's someone that you just write off as um you know as a guy that's not gonna no. that's not gonna produce so i i wouldn't uh i wouldn't go there so no. but no. as we said i mean it's something you know today's june 29th so we've got another almost five weeks until the trade deadline so i'm sure we'll uh, i'm sure we'll end up talking about this as uh, as we go forward so until then i will uh, i'll let you go out into the humidity and the heat um of beautiful Cincinnati and then we will talk again uh, on Friday about the weekend series against the Phillies. Look forward to it. Thanks everybody.